Happy New Year. Today on Bridges, we are going to focus on healthy choices and a healthy new year. We'll be right back with that in just a moment. Happy New Year. I'm Monica Schmelter. I'm glad that you could join us today for Bridges. And if you're like most of us, we're thinking about new goals and plans for this new year, maybe how to get healthier, lose some weight. And so we're going to talk about that today. And I've got just the person to help us do that. She's no stranger to Bridges. Her name is Susan Neal, and she is a registered nurse, and she works in nutrition. She's an author. And Susan, it's just Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. (laughs) One of the things I think, Susan, um, when I think about a new year is that we think about plans, we think about goals, and, you know, as believers in Christ, we, of course, want to be prayerful about all that. But if people are thinking about a happy new year and a healthier year, how can we, like, actually make that happen? Well, first, I like to um, incorporate God into that. Mm -hmm. I like to sit down and have a little prayer session with him and ask him to help me with my goals, motivate me, direct me. And then um, I meditate a little bit and just focusing and trying to hear what he's trying to connect and put into my heart. Mm -hmm. I also like to look at last year. Okay, what happened last year? Uh, What am I very proud of and I want to celebrate? Mm Because we always want to pat ourselves on the back and say, yay, you know, that was really great. And then what didn't work? And then what can I change to improve? Always trying to improve ourselves. And so incorporate all of that into a planning session for, okay, your new goals for the new year. And then something I also like to do is to, uh, during that meditative time, if I have any type of a scripture verse that might come to me, like for this year it was, uh, you know, God knows the plans that he has for me, you know, plans to give me a hope and a future. Mm -hmm. So that was my um, scripture for the year. And I type it up, I print it out, and I, I either tape it onto my calendar or I write it in the first page or two of my calendar, then I can always go back to that uh, scripture to focus on for um, the year. Yeah. So I want to say this because the word meditate is in the Bible. Yes. And I've heard people when I say it, they're like, isn't that new age? And it's like, no, that's biblical. Yes. That was God's idea first. And one of the things I love about what you're saying, Susan, is that I found that no matter how many like great ideas that I might have rolling around in my head about a new year or plans or goals. If I don't take it to God, it's for nothing. And the other thing is it's not going to happen unless I write something down or I put some kind of plan into action in order so that the pieces can fall into place. Is that right? Yes, yes. So then you want to, you know, write out your goals. Okay, so these are my goals for the new year. And When we stop and we just be quiet and we Mm -hmm. listen to God instead of telling him all of our requests, that's when I feel like I get a download from God. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is the direction that I want you to go in for the year. So that's why I take that quiet time with him. And, you know, I think that's so important. I think, Susan, of that verse, be still and know that I'm God. Mm-hmm. And there are a few times that I can I can say that I've gotten disappointed and it's never been with God. But where I've done what you just talked about, 
here are all the things that I want to accomplish. God, here is my prayer list. Here we go. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Hi, I'm Rebecca Scott. As a servant of God, wife, and mother of four, I understand the juggle of multiple roles and stages. That's why I created the Encourager podcast to help guide us through the messy middle stage of life. Join me on The Encourager as we challenge the chaos and embrace harmony. Together, we'll create practical systems to balance your roles and fulfill priorities. And we will do it while having joy and energy for both home and work life. Tune in for inspiring stories and interviews, actionable tips, and methods to do both home and work life. Because here, we believe you can do all things, just not all at once. And, you know, sometimes it's not that maybe anything that was on my list was bad or evil or not scriptural, because I wouldn't ask God for that. But I wasn't quiet. I didn't get still. I just kind of came to him with my heart and like, whew. And I think to do it your way is the way where we receive strength from God and peace from God. And it can be hard to be quiet before the Lord. But what I hear you saying is that when you still yourself, you begin to hear from his spirit. Right, right. When we when we calm that dancing monkey in our heads, <laughs> you know, of all of our things, mm-hmm. and we just be quiet and still and listen mm-hmm. and listen. Mm-hmm. And he bestows on us great knowledge yeah. and wisdom. So you're saying, you know, in your own personal experience as well as uh, professionally, you know, you're, you're a registered nurse and uh, got a lot of credentials as well as your own personal health story. You would say if somebody wants a healthier new year, wants to maybe lose some weight or get healthier, to start by being quiet and still before the Lord. Yes, yes, and and, and set up your goals mm-hmm. and make your plans. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, we want to a- achieve these goals. What do you want to do? Mm-hmm. And, and you have to make the decision. You also have to be motivated. Yeah. So... If you make that decision, oh, my gosh, you're halfway there. Yeah. That's like the hardest part because nobody can make you do something that you don't want to do. No. No. And time and all of those excuses that we can all come up with. When I look and I, I, I do what you talk about is kind of review the previous year of like, okay, so what worked for me? What didn't work? Where did I do well? Where did I completely miss it? I have to ask myself those questions, and I I look at that. But for the things where I think, well, I could have improved or that failed, it's like I make time for anything that's a priority for me. So if I wasn't motivated, 
then it must not have been a real priority. Right, right. And a priority we need to incorporate into our lives mm -hmm. is also God throughout yeah, the year. And just, uh, I like to just sit on my front porch, have my cup of tea, my little devotion book, and my little time where he's going to, I'm quiet and still, mm -hmm. and he's going to download into mm -hmm. me, you know, any plans he might have special for me that yeah. day. Yeah, I think... One of the greatest lessons that I've learned and am still learning is that to be still and quiet is an act of faith. <laughs> it's not that I have to do things all the time. It's that that busy in my desire to work and to achieve while that can be God-given, it is an act of faith to step back from all of that and say, God, my heart is open. You talk to me. You show me. And that's what I'm hearing you say. You you tap into. Now, you said something um, that most people that I've talked about that are like nutrition experts like you and that have their own story, um, something that I wouldn't hear them say. And uh, it's not that you don't want people to lose weight, but that losing weight is not a focus for not you. Not at all. And why is that? Because you just want it. You want to just eat God's foods. You don't want to just get over concerned you want you want to take care of your temple but not focus on your weight you want to focus on eating good healthy foods you look at your plate and you say did god make this food if he did eat it <laughs> if a food manufacturer made that food and you and it's not close to the form that it was originally in when it was harvested don't eat it mm. i i like things to be simple that's, that, that's simple. That is simple. That is simple. It's not a bunch of weighing and measuring and reading the label and all of that, which gets hard for people. I mean, life is busy. Mm -hmm. Most people are working full-time jobs with a commute, you know, so 40 hours a week and then a lunch break on top of that and a commute. And then there's the things that we need to do to sustain our family, like laundry and cleaning the house. And then, of course, spiritual things like going to church and worshiping the Lord, there's not always time to weigh and measure. And uh, Do you know what I'm saying? Like when a lot of people think about losing weight, and I know that I felt this way in the past, it's just like one more really hard thing to do that requires so much time and planning. And you're saying, well, no, let's go way back to where it's simple. So if somebody right now has some health issues or feels like that obesity is a medical issue for them that's not to be the focus but just stepping back to eat healthy yes to eat healthy and make your foods simply mm -hmm. you know instead of making just some kind of extravagant dish just bake a sweet potato and have a sweet potato or a potato bar for mm -hmm. dinner or a great big huge salad and just have a salad for dinner you know, you don't have to make extravagant meals. Mm -hmm. You can, you know, whip something up really quick. You could just have an avocado and a tomato. I mean, if you ate a whole avocado and a tomato, I mean, that's going to be very filling with the fiber and stuff. You can... And would that be considered like a complete meal? Well, yes, you've got the protein, don't you? And you have the vegetable and the vitamins. Yes. Okay, so I, truly, I didn't know that. I have never done that. Yes. <laughs> I might have to try that. So would the book Healthy Living Journal, would that help someone who wants to be healthier in this new year 
to be able to track food, to be able to get back to what's simple and get to what's healthy? Absolutely, absolutely. That book has uh, two sections, and the first section is going to deal with setting your goals, okay? And it has like a victory log, a temptation log, mm -hmm. a binging log. And so you want to, you know, write this down and figure out, oh, look, I had victory and <laughs> I passed up that cheesecake or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. And then, so the first half is like recording your activities. Are you walking? Are you, you know, doing the physical activity? Are you drinking water? And then the second half of the book is six weeks of changing your habits. Mm -hmm. uh, so scientists are beginning to say that it takes 63 days to change a habit instead of 21 days. So this is six weeks long to change your habits. And you record on, uh, you record what you eat. And then you have a mood chart to see, okay, did I have a foggy brain or fatigue or irritability or anxiety? Did any of those foods cause those issues? And then each day you have a little one-page, front and back, educational snippet to educate you so that you can make healthy lifestyle choices. Yeah, so this is really like a, well, it's a, a journal. It's part of a series. So it's really a guidebook that helps facilitate for all of us to become a healthier us in ways. You said that uh, we've got to take a break here in just a moment, but it, that it's important to live with grace. Yes. Oh, God gives us grace. So when you write down in that, in that um, temptation log or in that binge log that you binged, okay, so you did. So tell God you're sorry. Mm -hmm. Ask him to help you to improve. And give yourself grace. Yeah, because, because he gives us grace. That is so good. We've got to take a break. We want you to stay with us. When we come back, we're going to continue to talk about a, a healthier new you in this new year. And also, Susan is, Susan is going to talk a little bit about another book that she has. And it is about solving the gluten puzzle. So we'll be back with that in just a moment. For more information on a guest, visit our website, ctntv.org. Join the Bridges community on Facebook. Visit Facebook and search for Bridges with Monica. We would love to connect with you. Don't miss another episode of Bridges. Subscribe to our YouTube channel today where you can find all of Monica's latest teachings and interviews. It's easy to do. Just visit YouTube.com, search Monica Schmelter, and click subscribe. Once you are subscribed, click the bell icon to get notified when a new episode is available to view. Thanks for watching Bridges. If you have just joined us today for Bridges, we are talking about in this new year making healthier choices and setting up goals that will increase our health. And in this segment, we're also going to talk a little bit about solving the gluten puzzle. And my guest today is Susan Neal, and she has her own personal story of making better healthy choices, but she also is a registered nurse and has a background in nursing and in health science as well. So Susan, I'm just so glad to be talking with you about all of this today. Thank you. I love really your graceful approach to all of this and the idea that really in starting out the new year to be quiet, to be still, to allow God to talk to us about our lives. And if we need to make changes to be healthier, to really submit all of that to him and not be focused on the number on a scale, 
but to be focused on just eating what God made. That's right. That is exactly right. So I want us to, if we could, because you wrote this great book, Solving the Gluten Puzzle as well. And I know for some people that their ears are just perking up because gluten is something um, that a lot of people are sensitive to. I've read a lot about that, and it's a, it's a heightened concern. Could we talk about that in terms of healthy choices? And what what is the gluten puzzle? What does that mean? Well, uh Probably 10 years ago, it took over a decade for people to get diagnosed mm -hmm. with a gluten-related disorder. So there's celiac disease and gluten sensitivity and wheat allergy. And so with those, people are um, having issues with gluten. But this, for celiac disease, there's over 200 symptoms. Hmm. With Gluten sensitivity, there's over 150 symptoms, and they're not all digestive. And there's no single diagnostic test to determine if you have gluten sensitivity. So people have these random symptoms. They're not getting their issues resolved. And so it, it's a puzzle. And I have incorporated into the seven chapters seven different stories of people and how long it took for them to get diagnosed mm -hmm with these different disorders. So what does a person do? Like if they think that they're gluten sensitive, I know you said there's not a diagnostic test, but how does a person know? Well, there's not a diagnostic test for gluten sensitivity. Mm -hmm. There isn't one for irritable bowel syndrome either. So if you have IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, you don't know exactly if it's gluten sensitivity or IBS because neither one does. But for celiac disease, there is a test. Mm -hmm. So before you ever stop eating gluten, it's very, very important for everyone to understand that you need to get tested for celiac disease first because the body incorporates, um, when it, 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 if you have celiac disease, it has, uh, the body creates antibodies. And these antibodies are like they're soldiers and they're going to go forth and they're going to attack the gluten. Unfortunately, they attack the intestinal lining of the individual who has celiac disease. So you can test for celiac disease, and you can determine whether you have that first by a blood test, and then usually with an um, endoscopy with a biopsy of your intestine to see if there's any damage. So <clears throat> we, we need 10% of the population has a gluten-related disorder now. so That's for, huge. It's huge. 10%. Because years ago, like, we never heard of it. So, I, I mean, I've, and I've talked to people who, who have said, well, I don't really think there is anything to that gluten thing. And it's like, okay, but if 10% of the people are affected, then it really does have to be a thing. And what can a person do about it? Well, you can quit eating gluten. So, but it's really hard to figure out what foods have gluten and what foods don't. So after you've been tested and you don't have celiac disease, then you, if you try a gluten-free diet, you need to be educated. Okay, soy sauce, salad dressings, gravies, spices that are blended, like spice blends that may be like, you know, so that they don't cake up. They have um, gluten. Wow. 
I didn't know that. It's in almost everything. <laughs> so you have to you have to gain knowledge mm -hmm. and understand what gluten is in to figure out. There's two puzzles, a diagnostic puzzle, and then what kind of foods contain mm -hmm. gluten. And you need to get both of those puzzles figured out to get your health back mm. if you have a gluten-related okay. disorder. Are there top symptoms? And I know, again, this is complicated. That's why it's solving the gluten puzzle. But if someone thinks that they might be have, have a sensitivity in some realm to gluten, are there top symptoms that people ran, mostly display? Or Yes, for gluten sensitivity, some of the um, symptoms that were most common is foggy brain, chronic fatigue, eczema and rashes, headaches, migraines. Really? Depression, diarrhea, abdominal pain, anemia, tingling in the fingers and the toes, which is peripheral neuropathy. Hmm. So these are really random Well, because they're all so different. Like when I hear you talk about, you know, migraines to chronic fatigue, those are hugely different. You know, I don't think of those as similar. They might be, but again, I'm not a registered nurse like you. To me, they sound so different. So if a person's going through those, some of those, they might pick up your book, Solving the Gluten Puzzle, and start to be able to put this together and figure out what's going on. Right, right. What I say is, is if you and your physician have not been able to figure out what is going on and what is wrong with you, mm -hmm. it would be great to pick up, uh, you know, one of these books and then figure out your own puzzle. Wouldn't it be wonderful to find out? It's like my sister, she was highly, highly gluten sensitive and she, you know, was hospitalized mm -hmm. and, and finally uh, she figured out it was gluten sensitivity and now she has a normal life. Is it, I was, I was going to ask you that, if, if a person is able to key in like, okay, this is what it is, then does living gluten-free, does that solve the whole dilemma or do you take medicine also or what do you do? That solves the whole dilemma. Wow. There's no surgery. It, it's, it, you know, I mean, it's not like you have, you know, cancer and it's life-threatening. Right. It is, uh, you just have to eat gluten-free. But since gluten is in so many different foods, all the foods that are packaged and stuff, mm -hmm. it, gluten is in there. Yeah. Well, when you said salad dressing, like that would have been something that I would have just never thought of, that that could possibly be a culprit for somebody that is gluten sensitivity or has that kind of an issue. Um, do you put in this book, like do you give examples of things that are good for people to eat, like a, a way to eat that'll keep you away from gluten, or how does that part work? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I have a whole menu, um, a menu plan for many days. I have 50 recipes, gluten-free recipes are included in the book. Mm -hmm. Yes, and so I go over healthy eating guidelines. It's also good for just changing your eating habits because <laughs> I had to incorporate more than gluten. I had to incorporate in while you're making these changes and you're cleaning out your pantry, let's get rid of the foods that are high in sugar and refined carbohydrates and, you know, just have no nutritional value yeah. at the same time. So you help people that have this issue with gluten, but you also want to help them get off sugars and 
those things to make them healthier as well. Right, and I wanna say that if, if you had to go gluten-free, don't go out there and buy the boxes and bags of gluten-free foods. They're full of rice flour, which white rice flour has been you know, stripped of its nutrients. It's not healthy, it's a high glycemic index. You wanna eat cod's foods. Again, you know, a, a meat, an unseasoned meat or vegetables or fruits, again, they are gluten-free yeah. naturally. And you said unseasoned because you're saying like some <laughs> spices have gluten. See, that's another thing. I would have never, ever thought of that. Yes. So you get the, my sister, when she orders at a restaurant, only salt and pepper, no other seasoning. Okay. But at least salt and pepper will give the food... Yes. I mean, that, that will season it. Yes, it does. Okay, so this really does solve the gluten puzzle. Like you've said, several things that I had not ever thought about or had heard about that would be helpful for people. Um, I do wonder, Susan, how come this is such a big issue now when years ago I never heard of gluten sensitivity. Isn't that so true? Yeah. When we were growing up, it was never. non-existent. Mm -hmm. I, and, and growing up, I never met someone with celiac disease. Celiac disease is an autoimmune disease that has increased 400% in the past 50 to 60 years. Mm -hmm. So I have my theory that scientists are saying, okay, there's got to be some kind of an right. external factor. Has to be. So, do you want to hear my... I, my Absolutely, my, okay. that's what you're here for. <laughs> my theory is that it's the hybridization of the wheat that occurred in the late 1950s. So, our, our wheat went from four feet tall of amber waves of grain down to a foot and a half tall. It's drought resistant. Unfortunately, the gluten molecule is so large, it's very hard for people to digest. Mm. So since people can't digest it very well now, 50 years later, we're having a, an abundance of gluten-related right. disorders. Yes. So you're saying basically when we're growing this, it's how we're treating it and what we're doing could possibly be affecting What's happening? Well, what happened is they changed the wheat. So mm -hmm. a wheat 100 years ago mm -hmm. was different right. than modern-day wheat. Yeah. So 100 years ago, we could digest the gluten molecule. Mm -hmm. Now we can't. Yeah. So we're doing things to make things last longer, grow better, be drought-resistant, right? We're doing things because to improve it, but in the process of doing that, other things you're saying might be happening. Yes. So that kind of explains that. So we have just a little bit of time left. So whether we've got a gluten issue or we don't, it's the new year. Yes. What's another tip that you could give us for healthy living and making great choices in the new year? Write your goals down um, and then pray. Ask God to bless them mm -hmm. and use a scripture verse. Whenever you're tempted... Whether you're gluten sensitive or not, <laughs> and you are tempted, mm -hmm. you know, speak your Bible verse out loud. Have it posted on the refrigerator. Use God's word, the sword of the spirit, to cut through that temptation. Mm -hmm. Access his power yeah. to make difficult lifestyle changes. And that's the key for all of us. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Happy New Year to Happy you. New Year. Stay tuned. Monica will be right back with closing comments. For more information on a guest, visit our website, ctntv.org.
log on to www.ctntv.org where you can make a prayer request, view our program guide, see who's on bridges, or even watch one of Monica's latest teachings. Log on to www.ctntv.org. When I truly turned my heart to the Lord, He took every sin I ever did away from me. God really is your other half. God, He's the only person who can really, you know, fill those holes and cracks in your heart that you're so wanting someone to fill. It's no good to have a big dream if you're not putting yourself in motion to go after that. Prayer changes things. If you need prayer, call 615-754-0039 or email prayer at ctntv.org. So today on Bridges, we focused on making healthy choices and setting goals for this new year. And so Happy New Year to all of us. And I think that Susan Neal really shared a concept today that is so helpful for all of us, whether our goal is about losing weight, healthy living, or we have a gluten issue. And that was to really start out this new year, being quiet, being still before the Lord and allowing him to speak to us about this new year, about his plans for our life, about maybe the goals that he would have us to set or the things in our life that he would have us to change. I know so many times for myself that I will come up with, here's what I think that I should do. And while the things that I come up with may be good, while they certainly wouldn't uh, violate scripture, what I need to do more than anything is to hear about what God wants for me in this new year. And really more than anything for all of you, what we need is to hear from God. We need to hear his heart for our life, for our family's life, in the direction that we need to go. So let's make that commitment, as hard as it is in this busy, crazy world, to be quiet, to be still before the Lord, and allow him to speak to us about this new year. We're out of time. We've got to go. But we say goodbye, and God bless you. Feeling stressed? Let's take better care of you. I'm Bonnie Gray, the host of Breathe, the Stress Less Podcast. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.